Welcome to The Catch. A place where people can share their stories of how they were caught to be set free. Where each story points to the big story. The message of the cross. Hey everybody, welcome to The Catch. My name is Cheryl. My name is Ryan. And today we have Trevor Forbes from Wilmington, North Carolina. How are you doing, Trevor? I'm so good. I'm so good. Good to be here. Thank you for coming on The Catch. I know we don't know each other personally, but... We do just want to thank Trey Brinson for aligning the paths so mm. we could meet you. Good old Trey. <laughs> yes. So I know that you're in uh, North Carolina, but uh, you are you have some Georgia roots, right? Yes, I'm a Georgia Bulldog at heart. So uh, I'm up here <laughs> oh, with the, man. With the I, I feel sorry for the you, man. Fans. <laughs> oh man, I, I I bleed red just like you. Uh, so uh, I, I'm blue, man. I'm, I'm I'm a Gator, man. I'm a, I'm a Gator. Oh man, uh, if I would have known <laughs> that ahead of time, I probably might not have jumped on with you guys. I'm just in the you know I'm in the world full of bulldogs around, man. It's like you know it's it's bulldogs everywhere, so. I hear you. I feel you, man. Well, one of the first things that we do like to ask is to kind of get the backstory, like where you grew up and if you were always a Jesus follower. Um, so what part of Georgia did you grow up? Well, uh, we have some similarity there. Uh, so I was uh, raised in Warner Robins, Georgia. So um, I'm from, from middle Georgia and uh, grew, up, grew up there pretty much most of my life. Uh, there's a, a few stints where uh, my, my father was Air Force. And so we, uh, we were actually at Robbins Air Force Base and then uh, in Florida for a brief stint. But uh, middle school, high school, elementary school, all in Warner Robbins. And, uh, and then I went to college in, in South Georgia. So I do have a lot of roots in Georgia. Yeah. Were you always a Jesus follower growing up? Or can you tell us a little bit more about how that relationship started? Yeah, yeah. So um, I wasn't always a Jesus follower growing up. Uh, so um, Trey uh, is actually so my uncle. And so his, his parents are also my mother's parents. And, uh, and they, uh, I think, kind of set the, the foundation and the cornerstone, really, the Brinson family to where, um, you know, Trey and then uh, Carrie, which is his sister, both really started pursuing the Lord at um, a younger age and really influenced my grandparents uh, to pursue the Lord. And, and we actually saw uh, a divorce take place and then a remarriage. Um, there's just like a lot of gospel unity there. Um, and, uh, and my mother um, is kind of... Um, the one that took a little bit of a different path. So my aunt married a pastor, uh, my uncle became a pastor. Um, and, uh, and so my mom has myself and then my sister. And, um, and so we grew up in uh, a traditional church home to where she brought us to church. My grandparents always wanted me to, to attend, but uh, I really didn't understand what the gospel was um, until I'd say somewhere around uh, middle school. Uh, I think it was back in 2007, uh, where I actually went on a retreat with, with my grandmother, um, a student retreat, and gave my life to the Lord there. And I really just understood what sin was um, and realized that, that I had sin in my heart um, and that I couldn't do anything to remove uh, this sin that, that was really just enslaving me. Um, I couldn't have told you much more than that, but I understood that I needed Jesus as the one to redeem me. Um, and so I gave my life over to the Lord there, but um, it was a bit of a roller coaster from from that moment on, as far as discipleship and, and just what it looks like to really, uh, I think, press into the Lord. I know that you are the discipleship director at the Bridge Church in Wilmington, North Carolina, and we really believe the importance of discipleship. But yeah. I think some people might not be familiar with that word. We thought that one of the questions we could ask you, if you could explain to people um, to our listeners today, just what discipleship is. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, a lot of people would break it down a lot of different ways. You could find a lot of different definitions. Um, but essentially what we're talking about with discipleship is being a learner of Jesus, being a follower of Jesus, uh, walking with him. And uh, discipleship is an ongoing process. Um, so it's not uh, it's not necessarily a class that you take. And a lot of us think that maybe a discipleship class, um, but is an ongoing process of, of being refined uh, to look more like Christ, um, failing and allowing the Lord to, to pick you back up again. Um, and so it's just that ongoing process of walking with Jesus and inviting others in uh, to be a part of that. Well, thank you for yeah, explaining man. that a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, you broke that down real good, yeah. <laughs> I know, um, yeah. I, yeah, I came to Jesus when I was a teenager, but just, I would hear that word and not really know what it meant. And then when you finally develop that relationship and you realize how important it is and you realize how important it is to have people with more wisdom than you to help pour into you and disciple you and to teach you because um, we really can't do it by ourselves. So we just want to encourage others out there that are listening to take the step. If you have questions to ask, like we are always here and I'm sure there's other people maybe in your life that you could ask, but we really think that's important. So. Yeah, man, for sure. So Trevor, what differences has uh, Jesus made in your life? Yeah, uh, everything. Uh, if if we're just being blatant and honest, um, no, he is <laughs> he has fully transformed my life. Um, I mentioned that uh, that I gave my life to the Lord in, in 2007, which for me was seventh grade. So I'm 26, and um, man, he has continued to grow me and refine me. We we talked a little bit about discipleship. When, when I came to know the Lord, um, I knew I knew that I was a sinner. Uh, I knew that I needed a Savior. Um, but I didn't really understand what that process looked like um, after I gave my life to the Lord. Um, just almost this idea that it's a one and done, like, all right, uh, I'm saved. Now I'm good to continue to live um, how I know to live. Um, no one ever told me that there's uh, the way in following Jesus and the scriptures laying out this path of what righteousness is and what godliness looks like. Um, really just what a joy-filled life looks like. And, and so I continued to look for um, satisfaction and joy in the things of this world that I think we've all come to learn um, just in our own lives that, man, the, the world just does not satisfy us. Um, and so went into high school and essentially looked for um, satisfaction in relationships with girls, um, sports, and it, I just constantly felt empty. And uh, it was actually, uh, oddly enough, it was my uncle. I remember um, I was dating this girl and uh, the short of it is that the relationship just wasn't working. And I remember looking to, to my uncle. He was, I think, maybe engaged or a newlywed at this point. And um, I saw the relationship that he had. And even when we talk about discipleship, I, I would say he was the first one to really come into my life and, and disciple me and help me um, ask the right questions and to demonstrate and model what a, a faithful follower of Jesus looks like. And uh, he modeled that in his marriage. And so I started uh, putting my relationship up against his when when he was really modeling it after Jesus's relationship with the church. And that was a huge shift. Um, so when it comes to what does life look like after after Jesus, um, it, it really was starting to understand that um, it the gospel uh, infiltrates every area of your life. And that's not something that I had ever grasped onto. And so uh, it was it was really radical. And maybe some of us that have followed Jesus for a while, we think, yeah, like that's kind of how it works. But um, man, if right. someone's watching this and uh, and you've given your life to the Lord, but haven't experienced that, I, I just encourage you to press in because 
there's so much joy. Um, the, the Psalms tell us uh, in his presence is the fullness of joy. So there's so much joy in walking with Christ and having him um, impact every single area of your life. And so, you know, I saw that um, I saw that take me all the way through high school um, and, and really um, got serious towards college where uh, I ultimately I swam uh, in college for a year. And through that season, there was there's really this moment I was walking to my dorm. And uh, it wasn't, it was just, a, it was just a, a thought that popped in my head, but um, I could almost see the thought where I was walking to my dorm and it was just this moment where the Lord was essentially saying, hey, you can go down this path and you can pursue the things of this world, or you can go down this path and pursue me. And uh, away from family in college, I realized whatever decision that I made, it was probably going to be really difficult to turn back. Uh, not impossible, but nonetheless difficult. Right. And um and so I really started to press in. I actually picked up J.D. Greer's book, Gospel, never knowing that I would attend his church uh, and move up to North Carolina <laughs> a few years later. Um, but it just it really just revealed the beauty of Jesus and what he's done done for me. And so it captivated me. I mean, it just really captivated me to where started some Bible studies on campus, um, really just became like a, a campus evangelist on my own, apart from the church. <laughs> and um, I absolutely just love sharing the gospel. And, um, and I think the Lord started really to uh, stir my affections for him. Um, I saw him really change uh, some of my teammates' lives. I was the only believer um, on campus and, and got to see God do some cool things to the point where he, um, he actually um, led me to leave uh, the swim team in the college that I was at to move to, to North Carolina to go to Bible College or Southeastern Seminary. Wow. And oh, wow. um, yeah, no, the, the craziest thing is that um, I left my last swim meet um, was in Buffalo, New York. It was the national championships and I missed qualifying for like both the races by two tenths of a second um, mm. to go on to the next round. So it was a total bummer. But um, my my coach pulled me off to the side. And at that point, I was done swimming. Uh, my swim career was over. I'd already um, decided to go to Southeastern. And my coach pulled me aside and he said, hey, um, I don't think you're here because you're a good swimmer. I was like, OK, um, that's, not, that's not really the encouragement I was looking for. Um, where's this going? And uh, and he looks at me and he says, you know, since you've been here, um, I've grown closer to the Lord. And he's like, mm. I mean, that's I mean, that's why you're you, God put you here. And um, it is it is really humbling. Um, because there's a lot of moments. It was, it was kind of, uh, I don't know if you know Douglas, Georgia, um, but there oh, wasn't, yeah. a, there's not a whole lot there, um, especially right. if you consider yourself a city boy. And <laughs> I wanted for many times to be somewhere else, um, mm -hmm. bigger city, Atlanta or, or somewhere. And I think the Lord just affirmed, hey, you know, I brought you here um, and, and I brought you here uh, to, to do something through you, um, something that I certainly didn't see and that I couldn't have done in my own strength. And so it was just a really neat picture leaving college my freshman year and, and moving to, to go to, um, to Bible college and uh, for my teammates literally giving me a chaplain trophy. It's kind of more of a, a gag thing than anything, but right. just to say, hey, like we're behind you. We love you. Uh, none of them are believers, but saying, hey, we see something, we see someone is doing something in your life. And um, it's just very affirming to me. And so um, to, to see that moment and then kind of how God has really just transformed me to uh, 
to walk. Uh, I pray just faithfully every day with him um, from that point forward. It's just been such a neat process. And for him to put you on the team, you know, for you to actually be a light to those people that probably would have never seen that personal relationship uh, start to grow, you know, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I'm so grateful for, yeah, for guys like, like Trey. And you, you think about discipleship. Um, I mean, Paul even says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And, um, you know, I was, re- I was reminded actually by another mentor, uh, one, really two things from two different guys. Um, you know, one, one uh, godly man once told me, he just said, someone's always watching. Someone's always watching. And so just as a reminder, as we're pursuing Christ, like we are setting an example for someone. Um, and you may never even know it, which is the crazy thing. Um, I, I don't know if I would have said that Trey would have um, thought I was he was formally discipling me. I think he was just living faithfully. And um, and I was just a young guy that is just a bystander watching um, and being brought into his life. But um, and another another guy that after Trey later mentored me when I moved up here, um, just so incredibly grateful for um, he um, he invested in me in, in so many ways. One of the things that, that this gentleman said, he said, people need to see that it's possible to walk in godliness. And this this gentleman, much older than me. Um, gave me a, an example and showed me that it is possible. Um, I mean, in this world today, I mean, even just this past week, we've seen some key leaders of the faith just fall um, and, and sin has been revealed. And you pull back the curtain and you see, unfortunately, that a lot of these, a lot of these people aren't who we thought they were. Um, right. And so, you know, I just yearn for people that aren't amazing. Uh, one rapper, KB, says in one of his songs, he says, uh, you don't have to be amazing, just be faithful. And right. just for men and women that are just faithfully walking with the Lord and given a faithful example of what it, like, what it looks like to pursue Jesus, like, I mean, that's that's what we need today, um, especially in discipleship. It's, it's like you can't just climb a mountain, just jumping straight to the top. You know, it's, it's a continual thing. You know, you take one step at a time, you get better, you, you know, you get closer, you read more, you know, and all that comes along with it. So, mm. yeah, yeah man. So. Well, it's such a process, it's such a, it is, a long, yeah. and, it, and uh, you never finish. Yeah. <laughs> the process yeah. Is never be finished. Yeah. That's right, man. But man, wh- what a joy. I mean, mm-hmm. so, so much, uh, so much joy comes from walking with Jesus and then walking with others. Um, it, it's a process. I think somewhere in the scriptures, it talks about it's a process of refining. Um, so literally God like burns um, things uh, away to, to reveal something pure. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and so really grateful that the Lord is patient with us through that whole process. So I know we talked a lot about Trey and his mentorship and helping you get discipled and he might not have known it, but just his relationship with Kayla and um, just how they, how their marriage is yeah, and they just interact to have that godly marriage as something to look at. And so now we know that you're married. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about your wife? Yes, I would love to. Yeah. So uh, my wife's name is Lauren. Uh, and so um, we have been married for uh, a little over a year now, and uh, I've just been so blessed by her and, and so grateful for her. She's uh, she's just been an incredible mother and uh, incredible wife, and I think uh, the Lord has just really used her uh, to to grow me and um, refine me in so many different ways. And so she really uh, she really is just a gift. Um, but then too, when uh, when we got married, um, I also immediately became a father. Uh, so Lauren had a three and a half year old. His name's Pace. 
um, when uh, when we met, he was about three and a half, and uh, and so I got to step into fatherhood and um, and being a husband at the same time, which was just really exciting, really neat, um, a little scary uh, if I'm honest, because um, it, it posed some some difficult moments and some challenges. And um, man, premarital counseling, uh, <laughs> right. man, that was, there were some ups and downs in that thing. I'll tell you what, uh, yeah. but we uh, we've really grown so much, and um, and since we've been married. Um, it was probably a couple months in, we found out uh, probably about four months in that we were pregnant and that we would be having a little girl. And uh, and so as I say that now, I sit in uh, in her room. Her name is Anderson Rose. And um, oh. and so she is uh, actually two months um, coming up really soon. She's oh, about wow. to have her two-month appointment. So um, oh, I have a little girl and a little boy. We're so grateful for uh, for the both of them. Yeah, just uh, really excited to to step into this new season um, as a dad and and as a husband and um, I, I tell you it, it's just continued to, to change and life has mm-hmm. continued to, to look different um, I think one of the, one of the big ways it looks different is just blended families um, you know that's something that is becoming m- much more uh, of a common thing uh, today and um, it, it's discouraging in some ways to say that because um, what that means a lot of times is that uh, fathers uh, just aren't present um, for whatever the situation may be. And um, my wife and I just, we, we recognize that um, the situation uh, for, for what it's worth is just one, it's a consequence of sin. Um, and, you know, it, it was. And uh, at the same time, God has been so gracious to redeem um, some decisions that have been made. Um, to, to bring about good and bring about his glory. Mm-hmm. And um, so now, uh, man, I get to be in a, a little boy's life and, um, and to, to be an example to him. Um, yeah. And what an honor it is uh, to know that the Lord orchestrated this out. Um, and the Lord's refining me through this as well. Um, you know, some, some of the things you don't hear often about um, is just the relationship between the the two parties uh, uh, the two families and that's that's we've had a good situation um but it, still it's been a difficult one uh one of the mm-hmm. biggest things is my own pride um you know to it's easy for two men to compete um even if right. uh even if you're not on a track or on a court um compete for uh love affection um man wanting to be the first to do x y or z um yeah. with, with pace and um, I think it's caused it's caused a lot of um, humility uh, in me, and and that hasn't been an easy process. The Lord has really had to break me down, and um, you, you know, to go so far even to, to look at Scripture calling us to love our enemies. Um, it it's a little bit sad that I think, man, immediately you know, that would be an enemy as uh, as my son's father. Um, but man, that, that, I think that just shows like the sinfulness in us and, um, constantly just reminded that, man, this is, this is a, a man that this, that the Lord loves and cares about. And so I just have had to, to change my thinking and really, um, take on the mind of Christ and say, okay, Lord, what does this look like? Um, this situation that you put us in, it's not traditional, um, but um, is there a way for this to be used for your glory where we can make much of you? And so we've pressed into him um, everything from, you know, my wife and I getting in arguments, getting frustrated with each other, like it all comes. Um, but mm-hmm. the Lord has been sustaining us and growing us. And um, I mean, we've just seen some really cool things take place to where slowly but surely we're, we're becoming more cordial with one another as, as far as <laughs> right. the dynamic and 
um, and God is continuing to reveal um, blind spots and areas of sin in my own heart. Um, and, uh, and I think as as we just constantly come come before the Lord in humility, He's going to do some really cool things. Yes. And so we're uh, we're just really really grateful for that. But in the midst of um, in the midst of all of that, uh, if like getting married. Uh, and stepping into that isn't enough, you know, COVID hits um, yeah. oh, just man. a few months, you know, we got married in October, COVID hit in February, March. And so we had a few months and right at that time, we found out that we were pregnant. Um, wow. and, uh, yeah. And so through that, we're, <laughs> we're trying to learn how to, I'm trying to learn how to be a father, uh, walk through this dynamic, how to be a husband, um, how to just be newlyweds. Uh, we're learning each other. And then right. um, COVID hits that throws everything in a whack. One of the things that actually drastically changes is a, a huge part of our life, which was our church family. Um, and so uh, we were part of a church plant and I was on staff. And um, ultimately, um, because of a couple of different reasons, but mainly COVID, um, we had to close our doors and and, and mm. send out our members. And, you know, or, uh, some would say dissolve as a church. And, um, you know, I was there for seven years. And oh, that was just a really, I mean, that was really difficult. Um, you know, you just invest so much into people and, um, and you have to see those relationships dispersed. Um, and so we, uh, we knew that that, that was going to happen in, in May of, uh, 2020. And, um, that was a source of income as well. So not only is our, our mm. church family kind of being stripped, but then, uh, we know we're about to have a baby and we know that mm. our job is my job's not going to last a whole lot longer. Um, and uh, and so we pray, you know, just ask the Lord, mm -hmm. God, what would you want from us? Um, we know that he's going to provide. And um, ultimately, we uh, we had a couple of different uh, opportunities to pursue and um, man, even just tension uh, and getting on the same page with that, like whether we can move out of the state, not move out of the state with our dynamic, it just brought more tension and Finally, by God's grace, um, a church came up in Wilmington, North Carolina, the Bridge Church, and um, we were able to um, walk through the interview process, and it, and it worked out to where um, we both, uh, both thought it would be a good fit. And so that's where I'm at now. Um, and so the Lord has not only brought us through uh, dissolving as a church, and he's also mm -hmm. brought us through moving cities uh, to where my wife and I both get new jobs. And, uh, and and have a new city to where we meet new friends. And it's just been new, 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 um, new house by God's grace. Um, so he's been faithful through it all, though. Um, he really has. Definitely. Yeah. He's that is been, definitely uh, a testimony. Yeah, man. Yeah. You got thrown yeah, a curveball. A lot of curveballs. <laughs> a lot of curveballs on that one, man. man. But the main thing is that you stayed connected to Jesus the whole time. And yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Just knowing that it's, um, it's not permanent, you know, like, <laughs> trust me, everybody's like first couple of years of marriage doesn't start off the way yours did. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, it's like, you know, you got marriage and then on top of that COVID hit mm -hmm. and you know, that just alone is then you have children. Mm -hmm. And so it's, um, but it, you know, at the end of the day, man, it's all in God's will and and it's yeah. such a great testimony for others. And I just want to thank you for being willing to share that. Yeah. I know a lot of people might also be dealing with some of the things that you stated. And so just thank you for being transparent. Yeah. yeah it's, for it's, being transparent. Yeah, of course. And yeah. that's hard to do. It, it is. And I'm, I, I'm not at the forefront of leading in humility. Um, God is, that's something that the Lord has just, uh, is constantly had to, to mold and shape me. And, and like we said at the beginning, that's going to be 
a process that continues until the day that, that we die. Um, but the Lord has been good and it, it hasn't been easy. Like, you know, there's, there's, we, uh, there's actually a liver cancer scare, um, in the midst of all of that. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, the time we moved here, um, I don't know if you've heard of Bell palsy, um, but it's essentially it's where half your face goes numb, like just paralyzed yeah. mm. a month in the moving here. Uh, just one morning I woke up and I couldn't move half my face. And that lasted up until recently. It's like not, you can barely tell, but it's like 90% better now. Wow. And mm. it's, just, it's really just been like one thing after another. Um, but like you said, God has been, he's been so good. Um, he's a faithful friend. Um, he's loyal. Uh, he's, he's so patient with us and he's kind. And so he's just reminded us um, through all the ups and the downs and the seasons um, that he is the one thing that's constant and consistent. Yes. Um, and so if everything goes haywire in, in our lives, um, like many times we, we thought, you know, man, we, we just don't know what we're going to do. Um, yeah. He has always been there and um, he hasn't promised to, to give us all the things our hearts desires um, when it comes to the things of this world. But when we've aligned ourselves with, with his will and what he wants um, and what lies ahead for us uh, in eternity, um, he's stayed true to every single promise. Yeah. Mm. I think that's just such an encouraging word. One of the last things that we like to ask is if you would like to share an encouraging word for our listeners. I felt like that, that yeah. was an encouraging <laughs> word. But is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners just to offer a word of encouragement? Yeah, I think the one thing that, that I mentioned briefly that I'll just reiterate again is that it's possible. It's possible to, to walk in godliness. Um, you know, you can do it. Um, and that's the beauty uh, of walking with Jesus is that um, he gives us a lot of things we can't handle. And so we can a lot, a lot of times feel like, man, I just can't do it. And in one sense, yeah, you can't. But in another sense that if we're leaning in on the Lord, it is possible. Um, all that he calls us to um, he makes sure that um, with him being led by his spirit, um, that we can accomplish everything that he brings along and, um, mm -hmm. and that we can fight temptation, that we can fight sin, that we don't have to live enslaved. Um, and so um, many men have showed me that it's possible. And my encouragement was get around men, women um, that, that can be an example that it's possible to walk in godliness, but also to um, don't forget that somebody's watching. Um, you know, whoever you are, whatever your career is, whether that's in ministry or whether you're, you're in the workforce, um, somebody's watching you. And, and if you seek to live faithfully and, and you seek to show others that it's possible, that might be the encouragement they need to, to start preaching Christ. Well, we really do appreciate you. And yeah, thanks, Trevor, man. That, yeah, that's, that's some encouraging word right there. Man. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful for you guys. Yeah. Y'all are, y'all are the encouragement. You, you're sharing these stories and uh, you're, you're creating a space and a platform uh, for people to hear um, the, the ultimate story, uh, the grand story uh, of Jesus and what he's coming to do for us. And so we're just small little pieces in the puzzle, but um, man, I'm so thankful just for y'all's faithfulness. Oh, man, thanks, man. Thank you. Look, you can close this on out, man. You can, you can go ahead and close this <laughs> Yeah, man. We do want to thank you, Trevor. Um, just thank you so much for being willing to share your story. And for anybody listening that wants to know more about Jesus or how to start a relationship with him, we are going to leave links in the description below as well as our email. So if you want to contact us and just reach out to us, we're here if you have any questions. Um, but we really do appreciate you coming on the catch and we appreciate all the listeners that um, tuned in. So yeah, thanks for listening. We love you guys. Peace.